Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? 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 Well, with Thanksgiving behind us, we've officially moved from com- pumpkin season to peppermint time. Dairy Queen is bringing back its favorite peppermint hot cocoa blizzard. Have you guys tried one of these at all? No. No, but it sounds amazing. Oh, it's going to be my next question. To me, I just don't really mix the peppermint. I'm not a mint ice cream mix kind of person. I don't like candy cane at all. Like, I don't really yeah. get them. As a flavor in a drink, I'm not as big of a fan. Yeah. Oh, you just don't like it sucking on a candy cane? No. No. Oh. You? Oh, oh yeah, no, no, there's better flavors. You like so you like the, the fruit ones then? Like the no, like, no, just no candy canes in no general. The shape, canes. okay, all right. Well, the special holiday blizzard will be available for the month of December, so you can check that out. Stephen Colbert sat down with former President Barack Obama, and they kind of yep, yeah, they kind of talked about a few things and how he missed him during the Trump presidency, his new book, and he asked him about his biggest mistake while in office. Colbert asked, how does Dolly Parton not have a Presidential Medal of Freedom? (laughs) And Obama responded with, this is a mistake. I'm shocked, Obama replied. That was a screw-up. I'm surprised. I didn't... He says, I think I assumed that she already had one, and that was incorrect. She deserves one, so I'll call... uh, And I'll call Biden. So, hopefully they'll get on that. My buddy Joe. Hey, Joe. Get this first 100 days. (laughs) And... Lastly, you guys might have heard this already, but Elliot Page, formerly known to X-Men and Umbrella Academy fans as Ellen Page, officially announced on social media he is transgender and non-binary, which is... I saw that last night on Twitter. Yeah, really good, good for that to come out. Now, in a statement posted on social media, he wrote in part, I love that I'm trans and I love that I'm queer. He continued to say that the more that I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream... The more my heart grows and the more I will thrive. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Sweet. Very good place I mean, to be. It'll be interesting to see um, the kinds of roles that yeah. he will, you oh, know, sure. yeah. audition for or, you know, throw. Yeah, be cast in. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. Dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8 20, 12 20, and 5 20 on my talk 1071. Okay, hold on, I got a little spit from that trumpet. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Man, <laughs> Etsy's got some weird stuff on it. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. 
No, like I'm like looking for wood wall art. Yep. Geometric wood wall art. Yeah. And then right next to it are these wooden wieners with legs. Like wieners? What's up? You got it, sister. <laughs> oh. Really? It's like the California oh raisins God. or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, the raisins are in it too. <laughs> who are they? Who? 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 I don't know. Are you getting this for? I don't who? know. Maybe it would look cool in a bathroom. <laughs> you know, no. like above the toilet or something. I could see that. No, Donna. What? I want to see what the picture looks like. It's weird, man. It's and oh gosh, what's going on? Like someone's carving wood. I want to start a side hustle. I'm going to start selling on Etsy. What do you want to sell? What do you think? Coffee tables, maybe shutters. I have an idea. It's kind of outside the box, but I think it could be a big wiener or a winner. How is it's it described? Um, oh Lord, here I go clicking on it. You know, you know what's going to happen when it. I click on this. No, you're not at now, work. No, but now every time I go on Etsy now, they're going to be like, hey, do you want to see this this wiener coffee table? If you like this, you know, just for you. Big, big with legs. Wait, big what? <laughs> you cut, you literally cut out. Yeah. It's called, okay. Big? It's it, big penis with legs. <laughs> Is, is it a, what it's? Is it a table? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm not sure of the dimensions. Oh, oh select a no. select a style, natural <laughs> color, abstract, or brown color. I mean, what are we doing oh, here, guys? That is that is not okay. <laughs> the height too, is 20 too, centimeters. Oh, 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 oh! Wait, here we go. Here's what we got to go to. It's two hundred and forty-five dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. This one is twenty-three that I'm looking at. Oh, this it is kind of pretty. You're okay. You got to go to the reviews. <laughs> to figure out how are people, you know, they're like photos in reviews. Item Very well made, very unique. Thanks, Kurt. Uh, Susan says item originally arrived damaged in shipping, but was probably replaced exactly as pictured. Um, I tried to add a picture, but but it wouldn't work for some reason. The Okay, Chase now says these are awesome. The craftsmanship, again, if you're joining us in progress, the craftsmanship on these wooden wieners. <laughs> They add a cool beachy vibe in my room. What beach are you going to, man? <laughs> the nude beach. I also bought the mushroom sculptures from this shop as well. They are so cool. They actually look real. This shop has some really cool, high-quality stuff. Okay. Do you know what this reminds me of? Huh. Remember your sister's jewelry box. <laughs> <laughs> She got custom. My brother-in-law got my sister, Janie, uh, this like handcrafted from a maker, a jewelry box. And it was kind of like, almost imagine like a big birdhouse. Okay, so it's got four legs on it and then it stands upright and it's rectangular. Like a chest of drawers kind of thing? Yeah, kind of so. But then on top, the artist who created it added... Let's call it a horn of truth. An unexplained additional horn, which really read phallic. And so my brother-in-law, oblivious to it all, presented her this gift. And she obviously was very taken aback by the, how do I put this delicately, the massive wang on top? I don't know what the right way to say this is without scaring people. That works. 
Oh my gosh, Steve, that is so oh, funny. I Lord. love it. He's so caught up in how beautiful it was. Didn't even just right over his head. Didn't even see it. Totally. I'm just going to say this. I think they're making too many wiener things. Because, <laughs> you know, now my Etsy's ruined. You just ruined my Etsy forever. Oh, Steve. It's always going to show me penis things, Donna. This is how the internet works. Oh, what's that? You're looking for skin tag removal? Where do you go? Everywhere. You're on ESPN.com, and they're like, hey, don't forget, we could get rid of those tags for Well, you. not only oh, because of crap. looking it up, just talking about it. <laughs> You're going to be getting like, right there, condom ads, all sorts oh. of stuff. Oh, yeah, this after the peak of Patterson. <laughs> oh, it's a no. You started it. I was just wondering what you would uh, be a brand ambassador for and how Can much I it shift would take. Gears? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's kind of cool that we're both looking into wood wall art. We'll talk more about it later. Okay. Um, there was a, a pretty darn funny movie that maybe, Donna, I know you kind of read me a bit Scrooge. I feel like there's some Scrooge in you that, like, you like Bad Santa. That's your idea of a good night <laughs> at the movies. It's a good movie. It's good. Um, but there, the movie Noel came out last year on Disney Plus, right after Disney Plus launched, and uh, we never got to watching it. But now they're promoting it again, so I watched it. It stars Anna Kendrick, and uh, Bill Hader is the heir apparent to the Claus throne. And in short, what happens is Bill Hader just realizes I'm not up for the job. I can't do what Dad Santa Claus did. I got to go. He goes away for a weekend to clear his head, but then he never comes back. So then Anna Kendrick, who's just in love with all things North Pole and Christmas and festive and jolly, kind of think Buddy the Elf, but a lot smarter. Uh, then she goes on a trip to the United States to find her brother. It's really cute. Okay. It's it's well written, and it's like it's legitimately funny. You know who else is in it? Is um, what's his name on the street? Uh, uh, does those. Not no no not Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're losing her. Uh, uh, no no no, B- uh, Billy Billy on the street. Billy I Eichner, Eichner, he is in the movie as well. But you got Bill Hader, Anna Kendrick, Billy Eichner, all three very funny people. Yeah, but the writing is good. Anna Kendrick plays it uh, very funny. It's got cozy North Pole vibes, but it's just got funny fish out of water vibes as well because you have this this girl Noel uh, played by Anna Kendrick who then finds in the modern-day United States of America and not understanding, similar to Elf. So if you liked Elf, you're going to like this. Okay. It's Noel. It's less than two Cute. hours. Uh, it's like an hour and 40 minutes, and it's on uh, Disney+. Plus. So I might suggest that you add that. If you feel sometimes it can feel a little tired doing the same exact movies Noel. every year where you just want to spice it up, Noel. Disney+. Plus. Okay. Disney Plus. Did you see Anna Kendrick in that movie with Clooney about the flying? Yes. She was great in that movie. She was. It's called Up in the Air. Yes. Yes. Anyway, she was really good in that. Yeah, she really was. But anyway, speaking of Clooney, People Magazine has named four people as the People of the Year. Four way tie. I really think there should only be one. Doctor Anthony Fauci. Fauci. Selena Gomez. George Clooney. And Regina King, they each get their own cover. Oh, Fauci was chosen for obvious reasons, providing steady guidance during the to- uh, the pandemic. Rather, mm-hmm. Clooney is being recognized for his advocacy work, primarily his contributions to the Equal Justice Initiative following the death of George Floyd. I forgot about that. 
um, about Clooney, I mean, he always steps up. Right. No, Mm -hmm. but but about George Clooney's philanthropy and active involvement in activism. He's he is quick to stand up. Did a lot for COVID-19 relief efforts. Uh, Selena Gomez had a new album, a new cooking show, but also spoke about police brutality and mental health services. And then Regina King was chosen for encouraging people to vote and also helping poor communities during the pandemic and raising awareness to police uh, violence. And so that issue is out on Friday. Okay. Cool. Thanks, well, Congrats Steve. to them. Yeah. yeah. you got it, Donna. I don't have the whole list. Otherwise, I would find and see where you ranked. But we don't have the time. we got to get to a study. You only have the top four. Yeah, we uh, have actually got a grip of studies. Yesterday, we found out that Donna works uh, naked from home. That's how she preps the show. She's not the only one working from bed, though. We've got some stats on that, plus some of the uh, top little things we try to do to cheer ourselves up. And see if you can figure this out. 30% of us would rather do this than be stuck in a crowded store. And by the way, this hurts. See if you can figure it out. We'll tell you next on Don and Steve. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. You're my buddy. Shall we study? Okay. Let's. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey. Hey, buddy. uh, 30% of us would rather do this painful thing than be stuck in a crowded store. By painful, something physically painful? Physically painful. Momentary... It's quick. I mean, it's like, ow, ow, ah. Stub our toe. We'd rather stub our toe. No, but I like where your head's at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Oh, man. Prick your finger. Who left that there? Uh, Get up. Thank you. barefoot on a Lego. Yes. That is not true. That is true. Are you kidding? (laughs) 30% 30% of us would rather step on a Lego funny. than be stuck in a crowded store. Oh, look at all these people. They're all here. Oh, my gosh. Stepping on a Lego is truly painful. Yeah, it is. And I hate crowds. I really, really hate crowds. I really do, too. I want to go everywhere. I want to go where crowds go, but when they're not there. You know? Yes. So true. Yes, I never go to a movie theater on opening weekend because of that. I don't want to be sitting next to another human being that isn't my family. And I know that that makes me sound like a a, a heartless jerk. I just don't. I don't. I get it. I get it. I get it. 27% of people are like you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Donna, and they are working from bed. So Donna mentioned yesterday that she just rolls over, alarm goes off, pulls the laptop right up into bed, and then boom, she's working mm-hmm. upon her eyes opening. Now, she's also doing that in the buff because she's a buff sleeper. I'm a buff it's, sleeper. That's really wild. You ever sl- Have you slept in clothes at any point in the last month? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have. Let the heater go out? Uh-huh. Um, no, like what at the you, cabin what, what where I just assume I'm going to be killed. I Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. <laughs> Although, but, couldn't it act as a deterrent? No, I'm kidding. What are uh, we doing? I'm joking. I know. Um, no, I slept But like with- at your home? Do you ever just say, I'm going to keep these on? Yeah, I might keep a shirt on. Okay. Pants are going. I don't about this anymore. I don't either. Oh, disgusting. You're disgusting. Just the nude body on sheets for a long time. 31% of people sit in an office chair at home. <laughs> it's very cold, though. Like, my bedroom yeah. is very cold. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because you're not warmed up right away. It takes a little while, right? You get under the blankets, and yes. sometimes the blankets touch you, and there's a coolness to them. Correct. And then slowly, you start to heat up. We're thinking, oh, thanks for asking. We're thinking of switching to our down comforter for the uh, winter months. It gets so hot, though. It gets even in the winter, doesn't it? It does. It's so hot. Oh. It's like well, compacted down. heat. They... Think of how hot geese must be. <laughs> Don't you think that's why they look yeah. pissed off all the time? Probably. That's why they're like chasing here. you and squawking all the time. They have their kids in the spring. It's like the worst. I'm going into my hottest season, and now I've got these 12 to take care of. Are you <laughs> Sorry, car. Right. <laughs> journey. Oh, um, that's great. Now, if you feel like you need a little cheering up during the quarantine... What's one of the things that you've done that, that when you do it, you're like, you know what? That made me feel better. I feel better. Um, little, little things. Little things that bring about pleasure in life. Read a book. Aha. Uh-huh. A chapter Made in a the book. list. Oh. Yeah, reading a book. That's great. How about just watching a favorite movie? Absolutely. Like an old, but, but not a new movie. Uh, oh, this movie makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old favorite. Don't you get jacked up when the studio intros start to play? Yes. Like last night when we started Noel and then the Disney intro. Boom, ding, 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 boom, ding, 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 fireworks into when you wish upon a star. Yeah. That's like my favorite point of every movie. Well, and you, you know, you've, it's. I think it's also very exciting when you have a family and you're all on the same page and you're all going to hunker down for a movie. I think there's something sweet that becomes bittersweet about that as you get older. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, snacking, going for a walk. I've really been enjoying walks. I haven't gone on one in a couple of weeks, but th- 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 I like those. And, and I like them in the winter, too. The crisp air hitting you. Feels good. Calling a friend, cuddling with a pet. We're talking about these little simple things that people do during quarantine just to get an immediate mood boost. 
taking a nap, I think that's rolling the dice. You can wake up feeling worse. Yeah, you can. I'm not a napper anymore. I don't nap. You don't nap? I don't. I mean, if I were up half the night, I would nap. But other than that, I don't really see the point. It's tough not to, though. Like, if you lay down vertically, horizontally, on a couch, I don't care what time of day it is. I don't care how good the show is. When my head hits a pillow and I'm on a couch, I almost always let out like a... Especially if you have a very comfortable couch. Like, I sink into my couch, and I'm just like, yeah, man, put the fireplace on. Oh, the weather outside is fresh. All right. Yeah, nice couch. Yeah, you're making a nice deep seated (laughs) couch. A nice deep seated couch. You know, I like the I like a deep seat on a couch. I like a deep seat on a couch. Um, everybody, Steve likes a deep seat (laughs) on the couch. I got. I'll write that down. In case you get me in Secret Santa, you guys. When we come back, speaking of Christmas. Are you expecting um, a couch? I always say this to those who are thinking of getting me a gift. Let your generosity know no bounds. (laughs) Go overboard. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be a couch. Okay. I'm going to dance. Yeah. It's one of the things that boosts your mood. Um, You're not going to dance after the break, but you're going to really like what you hear. I had a music artist who reached out to me. Oh, here he goes. I want to send you something. Name drop. What she sent me was beautiful. Which American Idol winner sent me her new CD? I played a CD yesterday. You're going to hear her beautiful take on a Christmas classic next. Oh, hi. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I was just talking to Colleen Lindstrom of the uh, Colleen and Bradley show. Maybe you heard of her. She's one of my favorite people here. She's also got a new podcast. Steve! Did we lose Steve? I'm back. Hey. Nope. I have a bad clock that was way off. I don't have the atomic clock, and it was a coffee reheat situation that really went sideways. How long have we been on the air? Is it the Colleen and Bradley show now? About three minutes. <laughs> Just kidding. Why don't you have a little uh, a little coffee maker in your general vicinity? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Like in the bathroom? Like in the Some closet. Do that? Yeah, you could, I mean they do it in hotels. What's good enough for them? I have a them? very low watt microwave. The microwave that came with this house, and I'm, you know, it's a it's a new house, so you would think it'd be different. Is a 900 watt microwave? What are they normally? They're normally like 11 to 1200, which means if you hit 30 seconds for reheat, it's like a minute minimum for anything. It's very bizarre. I wonder why. Hang on. Did you get to pick that? Because, you know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not allowed. Okay. No, you didn't get to pick it. Remember, it just came with the kitchen. We used to have this. It's the grammar police. Yeah. Use proper, Use grammar, proper please. grammar, please. We're going to get one of those for you and your sitch. With mouth noises? Yes. It's the mouth noise police. Stop. It's the mouth noise, please. <laughs> Stop making mouth noises, please. 
<laughs> Does that work? <laughs> oh, Rocco's going to fire it out. He already updated the coffee, or the coffee, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge intro today. I Here's know. your host. I am Grant. <laughs> Great. Oh. Okay, so. Oh, that's awesome. Um, one of my best friends is Maddie Poppy. American Idol winner, Maddie Poppy. Did she win American Idol? She won American Idol. And I believe it was the first season that Idol came back on ABC. Maddie Poppy. Wow, I didn't realize she won. Good for her. She won, and she's got this great folksy sound, right? It's like a, it's like a, that coffee, the, the, the songs you would hear in a coffee house. Yes. Singer, songwriter, just not trying to overpower you, not trying to show you the vocal tricks she can do. Singing the song, she's telling so a good. story. Yeah, she's really great. So she reached out last week on Instagram and she said, "Hey, I need uh, your address. I want to send you something." So I give her an address, and then, uh, sure enough, open it up. A CD, ladies and gentlemen, that is a compact disc. Christmas at home with Maddie Poppy. Donna, you've been in the music industry for a long time. What do they call it when it's a little CD with only a few songs? Oh, EP like or an, LP? Like an EP, an extended play, or an LP would be a full-length album, I believe. Okay, well, it's the shorter one, whichever the proper P is there. And it's got five songs on it. And so I put it in last night in my CD player, which I currently is used to hold a phone holder, a phone mount. There's a phone mount thing that goes into your CD player, and then you mount the phone to it. But last night I had pulled that out and actually put a CD into my CD player for the first time in two years. And I played Maddie Poppy's Christmas at Home. What we're going to hear, I am Grant, do you have this queued up? Yep. Okay, what we're going to hear um, is her take on one of my favorite songs, probably because I live away from the home where I grew up, but I go back there for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'll be home for Christmas. Donna, give this about 30 seconds. Let this wash over you, okay? okay? Imagine a laid back night. You've got a hot toddy. The fireplace is on. Your morbidly obese dog is by your side, motionless, <laughs> presumably. And then this comes on. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree. Beautiful. Isn't that really nice? Yeah, really pretty. She does. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. I'm thinking off off the top of my head here. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. She does. Oh, holy night. Um, and a couple others. So it's five songs. You can get these. You can download. You can get the CD um, if you want. I think that's sort of just sort of a, a gimmick that they're doing with the launch of this album. Mm-hmm. But boy, I, she's got some really nice songs on there. And this one is so sweet. I hope that stations that play music pick it up and work it into any station who plays music to yeah. anybody who has a list that you listen to at home. And you're like, hey, hey, whoever runs the the music at Macy's, let's say, sure, you can add new songs. Starbucks. To that. It, it doesn't know? have to be the same. 20 songs over and over and she's got some really really nice songs and it reminded me of just how pretty her voice is it's just it's really pretty yeah yeah no that's pure beautiful 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you can download those songs. You can download uh, those in the iTunes store wherever you download. Kind of depressed music. me a little bit. I'm like, oh. no. Okay, wait. All right. Did it really? Are you down in the dumps? I wasn't. What about? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who likes melancholy. I do. Don't you? I do, but I'm Grant, won't... look up Jingle Bell Rock Maddie Poppy on YouTube if you could. But I, I won't be home for Christmas and they can't count on me. Don't <laughs> hold that against Maddie Poppy. That's the pandemic. Don't confuse the two. Okay. That was very pretty. Wasn't that really pretty? Yeah, I loved it. That's always been a song for me. In fact, that was my when I first got married, we lived in California. And so I was 21 or 22, and we would go home to Pennsylvania for Christmas. And for December, that was m- what my alarm was set to in the morning, was oh. Michael Buble's I'll Be Home for Christmas, because I just thought, like, all right, I'm going home. Here, we turn this up. Oh, Poppy, Maddie Poppy, this is Poppy. Going and going up, bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Right, you're like in a Pottery Barn commercial yeah. at one of those holiday yes. parties. Everybody looks hot, like Ew. like good looking, but also warm. I could see this in a movie. I I hope good things for her. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's I really do. It's just such a beautiful voice, and in a sea of uh, you know a lot of singers who, especially in Christmas songs, they like to sing pretty aggressively sometimes. The newer ones that come out where they're like, here are the vocal runs that I can do on Oh Holy Night. She sings the song as it's laid out, and it's just tells the story. It's really beautiful. So anyway, Maddie Poppy. Yeah, she's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. What's your favorite Christmas song, Donna? Oh, wow. You know, is there one that no matter who sings it, when that song comes on, it's like, hang on, this is good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of White Christmas, and of course... Um, what, you know, uh, Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey, (laughs) (laughs) no matter who sings that classic, (laughs) well, you like the Brian McKnight version. Are you a fan of the Andrea Bocelli version of Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Hee-haw. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. It's so fun. You know, um, oh, it's funny. We were setting up the tree the other night. And uh, now this is Bing's version of White Christmas. So good. Which... Yeah, you know, everything conjures up a memory. And this debuted in White Christmas, the movie. That's right. In 19, what was it, 39 or 41? I think it was 42, 1942. 42. Um, Donna, seeing that movie in theaters, same as when we watch it at home or no? (laughs) You are so funny, Steve. Donna. um, The age jokes never get old. (laughs) No, age, you're crushing it. Um, What was I going to say? Now I'm the one who has memory loss. Hello, Stevie boy. You got oh, we're setting up the tree the other night. We're setting up oh, the yeah. Christmas tree. I'm still working on mine. And chop chop, it's coming. Well, I've got four of them. It's coming. One for oh, every God. level. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, look at that. Oh Lord, what a journey. Oh, I know. But right after we put the tree up, then the the kids were downstairs in the basement. And what's the name of the song? 
Bells will be ringing. Oh, so good. Boom, boom, boom. That came on. Is it called? And I made Lou dance with me in that moment. I said, you have to dance right now. This is just that kind of a... She said, oh, is it your favorite song? I said, no, but it just demands to be danced to. After oh, we just put up the tree. Oh, that is so sweet. You dance with your wife? Well, uh, we twerked on that, each other. That's one of my favorites, actually. That's Please Come Home for Christmas. Kelly Clarkson Grant, does a great job on that because she has... I don't want the Kelly Clarkson version, though. Her version is uh, from her album, her Wrapped version. in Red. What's wrong with her version? I just... Her the original version, version... Her version is, uh, is just much... More chill. Oh, is this Aaron Neville? Yep. He is not the originator. No, I don't think. This is not the original, but, no. But it's good. But this came on and we started like, working. Yes, this is a working. This is a great song to dance to. Put a little mistletoe over your head. Oh. Come on, honey, give me some sugar. <laughs> Colleen just sent me a note on Facebook. She, she, no, you missed it the first time, Donna. But Colleen heard it. Um, you heard it when I repeated it, but Colleen from the Colleen and Bradley show just Herper? sent me a message. Did I just hear you say we twerked on each other? <laughs> 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 I've never really used the phrase before. Oh, it's cute. Um, anyway, so uh, Maddie Poppy, go download her. If you're looking for some coffee house vibes laid back. All right. A thick blanket, Huga, right? The art of cozy, Bradley Trainer. Loves uh, Huga, which is when you set up your situation indoors to be really cozy. Yes. Love it. I'm going to go. Let's, no, wait. We have one more segment. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Kalina and Bradley don't come on until noon. Ah, uh, okay. What are they doing? Just sitting there? They're just sitting waiting. No, no. They're prepping. Um, hey, when we come back, last night I was on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. I was too. Oh Interesting. God, we'll so have to compare mm-hmm. and contrast. I learned about a kind of liquor that I've never really known much about, Mezcal. Mm. But I learned a bunch of different things about it. I'll tell you why I was on this call. There's good reason for it. We'll explain that uh, when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Are you dancing? Yes. I am as well. I was reminded how I used to get that lyric wrong. Which it's one? It's one horse open sleigh. What and else? I used to say one horse sloping sleigh. Oh. I don't know why. It doesn't make any grammatical sense. Huh. <laughs> Uh-oh, now he's really getting loose on it. it. He's getting all like, oh. He's getting a little ding-dang-diggly-doo yeah. on it, wouldn't you say? Ding-dang-diggly-doo. How are you enjoying your view? Yeah. Yeah. Little Sweeney sisters going on there. All right. Now this. Last night I was on a Zoom call um, to learn about this new company called Esfuerzo Mezcal Artesanal. Why? Thanks for asking, Donna. You know, when I first got started in my career, don't get nervous. You're like, oh boy, this story is too long. When I first got started, it was with a website that uh, a buddy of mine and I started right out of college trying to cover red carpets. His name is David Martinez. David Martinez has, uh, he and I went on to have this website together and it was great. He has somehow gone on to learn about this family in Mexico that in Oaxaca that um, 
makes mezcal the old school way, like where they distill this, which comes from an agave plant, Mm -hmm. which then uh, the sugars, excuse me, the carbohydrates are turned to sugars. The sugars can be distilled into alcohol. It's like a 47% or it's stronger than most liquors that you would get. Um, But they like where they distill it, they have no electricity. It's just the old craft of growing, planting and growing these agave plants, which some need to be uh, grown for about six years, some as many as 35 years for the plant to be at maturity where it can then be begin the process of going to make mezcal. Have you ever had mezcal? I haven't, but I know it's pretty trendy right now. Um, And it's, I always thought mezcal was just a different version of tequila. I don't think so. They they, they had a tasting last night. Now, I didn't have um, a, a bottle with me. Okay. And so I was drinking Jim Beam. I was like, yeah, I'm getting notes of gasoline. I think but, the difference is the way it's cooked. Well, and if you go to Esfuerzo, E-S-F-U-E-R-Z-O, Esfuerzo, is it which be means in endeavor. Esfuerzo Mezcal, that's spelled M-E-Z-C-A-L. Esfuerzo Mezcal is uh, the, the story of this family that makes this. It is the life work of a man named Maestro Margarito Garcia and his son, Artemio Garcia Cruz. I don't know how this all came to be and how their paths crossed, but it had to do with my friend David Martinez looking into his own heritage and what his family lineage was, which made him feel more connected to different parts of the world and then the people of those places. But he was waxing so poetic about this and it was talking about how, you know, since it is like they have a horse there who has a giant, um, almost like imagine the first wheel, like a Flintstone wheel. Yeah, yeah. From the Flintstones. The horse is connected to that and then walks in a circle and that's how they press apart the agave and press it down. They don't have any machines for it. They're cutting things with axes. It's just this family. And so now he is a part of this brand trying to spread that. And one of the things that he said, which I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I rarely go here um, with this kind of stuff. But he said, you know, when I drink it, because I know that it came from that land, machines didn't get involved with it. It was the hands of the people who live there. Sure. And this uh, plant that lived there for a particular amount of time. He said, it's almost like there's like a little piece of history, a time and a place that is now in this glass in front of you. It is and quite so if you beautiful lo- to to know how much work went into the product. Oh, my Lord. There- Especially in the automated society that we're in. Give yeah. me a distillery that has all the latest and greatest yeah. machines. The last time I was in Mexico, I think I went to, it wasn't Mezcal, although they had Mezcal there, but it was a, a tequila plant. And you just could not believe, first of all, how beautiful it looks mm. when it's done in this beautiful bottle, but yeah. how much man-like power went yes. into it without the machinery, the modern day um, technology. Yeah, right. it's amazing. Well, Go ahead. Steve. I asked them. I said, "Is it going to get to Minnesota?" Because there were people on the call, you know, from across the country. Any plans for it to get to uh, Minnesota? Which he said has some tricky uh, red tape to get distribution in certain states. And Minnesota has been a little bit tricky for them. But his hope is to take a trip here 
and to meet with some, you know, restaurateurs and liquor store owners and restaurant owners and things like that. And where he can just, you know, hopefully um, convince them of the goodness and uh, and then maybe it'll be in stores someday here in Minnesota. But it was very it was enlightening for me to learn about the agave plant yeah. that I always think of as a sweetener. Right. Oh, it's no. Agave I always think of it as tequila. Oh, see, I never think of it that way. I guess agave would be the sweetener if they stopped it just at when the carbs transfer to sugar. Yep. And then you don't distill it from there. Well, this is the difference. Tequila is typically produced by steaming the agave inside industrial ovens before being distilled two or three more times in copper pots, where Mm -hmm. mezcal is cooked inside earthen pits. That yes. are lined with lava rocks and then filled yeah. with wood and charcoal before yeah. being distilled in the clay pots. It looks like there's a lot more work. Which is involved. why they say it it uh it has like a, a pronounced smoky taste. Mezcal does. Yeah. And so I've I've never From had the wood it. and um, the charcoal. You could probably smoke this stuff right in your backyard. <laughs> I know you're big into smoking. I love smoke. Maybe I can do. Can I make this on my pit boss? I don't know if that's legal. (laughs) All right. And by the way, you can easily substitute a mezcal for a tequila without really changing the taste of a cocktail. Hmm. But if you feel like splurging, according to what I'm reading online, a pricier tequila or mezcal will uh, generally outperform and provide Hmm. a better tasting experience if you want to drink it neat. Uh, That's one thing I've never done is just had a glass of spirits you know on the rocks yeah and just sipped it i've never done that i've always mixed oh never even just like a little bit of whiskey nope never oh Mm -mm. yeah it's a it's a different way to imbibe is that what is that what you do with whiskey you know i I like whiskey i like whiskey neat i don't do it on the rocks that waters it down whiskey neat or i'll do a whiskey and a diet ginger ale sue me what that's what i mix with diet ginger is that right yep Yes. Oh, my God. You're my best friend. Oh, my gosh. After the lockdown, our dog should meet. Yeah, and we should have some mezcal. (laughs) Uh, I'm worried about your dog falling on my dog and splat. (laughs) I'm really very sensitive about my dog's weight right now. I'm sorry. Listen, as a guy who used to have a fat dog, I had a 30-plus pound pug, and that's the equivalent of a 150-pound version of your dog. That's big. Pugs aren't supposed to be that big. He was a thick, thick tube. I mean, he was very round. Tube. And uh, I I know, Donna. I know. I'm just, yeah, you got to get this weight thing under control. I'm going to, but I don't know why he's gaining weight instead of losing when all I do is hold back food and treats and take him out and exercise. It's... Colleen from uh, Kalina Bradley, she just tells me she had a 25-pound pug. I don't feel so bad. Thank you for that. There you go. Well, you do need I'll, to I'll whip them into shape, okay? It's a thyroid. I, they, it was checked. It's on the low end, but it's still in normal range. So thank you for your concern. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. All everybody. right, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye.